We keep it alive. We keep it kicking. And we make sure it's sassy. It's the Emerging Into Greatness podcast. Are you ready to take your business further? Hello and welcome once again to the Emerging Into Greatness podcast. My name is Sassy Shadi. Yes, I am here again. I am here with another guest from the entertainment industry. Hmm. I do love the entertainment industry. If you have noticed, I have um, been privileged to interview quite a number of producers and actors. And today I'm going to be speaking to Rita Ekokotu Odige. I hope I got her name right. But this lady is a phenomenal producer. She is um, in the um, Nollywood industry. And besides producing, she's also a top businesswoman. Uh, One of her businesses that I'm aware of is the JRO Management. She's a founder of JRO Management Limited, which is a management company, event management company, and has been with, you know, in this business for a while. So you can imagine people, you have somebody who's a producer, producing itself is a job and a half and a mile. Talk less of now, you know, involving events. Because um, I do have a few people who are they tell me about the hurdles that they go through. So imagine combining production, event management, and, and many other things. But this is from one lady, and her name is Rita. I cannot wait to delve into it because after speaking to her before we agreed, before she kindly agreed to come into the Emerging Into Greatness podcast, she told me a little that she is still walking and still staying and still wanting to do more. So Rita, I want to say welcome to the program. So much for coming on board. You're welcome to the Emerging to Greatness podcast. How are you, Rita? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege. I'm honored to be on your show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow, you have done a lot. JRO event artist and media management and being a production a producer. Well, if you say so, yes. <laughs> I, yes. How long have you been, been in business? I've been uh, at thirteen years in total. What? I started my own personal. I started my own um, company in about four or five years ago, okay. but I've been part of managing events um, in the last thirteen years. Okay. 13 years. And in that 13 years, I understand that one of the big brands that you have worked with, um, which, you, which I believe you attest to their, to their success, is the AY brand. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Ladies um, and gentlemen, let me explain AY. AY is a Nigerian um, comedian, and he is very funny, quite cheeky, um, and he is quite popular. So if you do not know him, I suggest you you um, Google him. Yeah, tell us more. So how did that happen? How did you get to meet AY and most of the other artists that you've been able to manage? Um, how did I get into entertainment? I yes. started 13 years ago uh, with uh, Julius Agu, who is oh. also another comedian. 
Um, I worked with his brand for quite a while. I was introduced to the brand by a wonderful, another entrepreneur in the entertainment industry, Don Chichi. Okay. And they taught me everything that I know today. Wow. Uh, the, the Julius brand, the Julius Agu brand, which is the real life entertainment, mm -hmm. was one brand that I, is like dear to my heart, if you know what mm. I mean. He taught me everything I know today from, from his different, because he has, the real life brand had the uh, um, Crack Your Ribs, mm. uh, Festival of Love, mm -hmm. uh, Okombo. So he had quite a few brands under the real life entertainment. So he taught me different sides of it. So mm. the, the musical side of his brand, then the comedy side of his brand, then the business side of his brand. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into entertainment. And how did I get to work with the AY brand? Mm. I took some time away when I had my daughter, mm -hmm. uh, six years ago. When I had my daughter, I took some time away from the entertainment industry. Though I, I, I was still there, but not the way I used to be. Okay. And um, I was approached by a friend, um, Nolly Peak, his partners at that time, Kunle, they both came together. They wanted to do the AY brand. They're quite new into the business and I've been in it for quite a while. So when they approached me to say, oh, Rita, we know you have quite a, no, a lot of knowledge about doing events. How do we do this? And it started from there again. And um, today's history. So that's how I, I got to associate myself with the AY brand. And mm -hmm. I became one of the brand ambassadors in the UK. And wow. I became one of the people that organizes the AY life. As, okay. you, as as he's known today. Yeah. And um, we're doing the next one this year, November, I think November 30th in, in London. Then there's the Manchester and the Mete Kings one. Mm. So if you if you're around any of the cities, uh, watch out for his Instagram post mm -hmm. on um on the his UK tour and being part of um, what we're about to bring to you. This November. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Julius Agu is also a massive, massive, massive com comedian. He definitely has been in it for, for quite a while. You know, one of I, the oldest, actually. Yeah. One of the oldest, yes. In, yes, in, in he's the definitely one of the owners and he's massive. And he's really good too, Julius Agu. I had the privilege of working with him years ago um, when he would, you think, come to NTA. And um, yes. way, 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 way long time way ago. Way back. Yes, yes, way back. And okay, Bakasi also. All those guys are yes. doing so well yes. now. So, yeah. So, what about production? Um, Nollywood um, movies that you, you also produce. I think you came out with one very, very recent. Is it Shadows of the Past? Tell us Shadow a little bit. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, Shadow of the Past is my third movie. Okay. But it is officially my first movie. Mm. In the sense that the other two that I produced, I co-produced it with somebody else mm -hmm. who is a, one of the best directors in Nigeria. I wanted to use this as a point to, let me put mm. it that way, learn the skills, see how it works. Although I've worked with other producers here in the UK, but I've never seen how it's done in, in Nigeria, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I wanted to learn. Uh, with those two productions, um, I think one of them is um, uh, Blue Sky and the other one is uh, Twilight of Dreams. Those okay. were the two first productions that I did and mm. they're actually my movie as well. So with that experience put in my pocket and I said, you know what? It's time to actually launch myself 
into the movie industry and let people know this is what I do. And that's the bet of Shadow of the Past. And um, Shadow of the Past happened to be a story that is so dear to my heart. Mm. And it's something that is tied to my foundation, which right. is the GRO Foundation. And it's about domestic abuse. It's yeah. about how to challenge it when you're faced with difficult situations in life. How yeah. do you deal with it? That's mm -hmm. what the story Shadow of the Past really deals with. Okay. And I really wanted people to know is a story that is dear to my heart. Mm. Though it's not my personal story, but right. it's a story that we all know every day of our lives, especially in the part of Africa where we come from, mm. where people see it as a taboo to talk about rape, where people see it as a taboo to talk about domestic violence, mm. where people see it as a taboo to actually talk about um, um, sexual abuse. The, right. uh, or, or emotional abuse, any form of abuse you want to talk about. And how do we deal with it in our society? I've seen people that comes out, they, they, they dealt with it and they came out of it strong. And I've also, also seen people that lost their life in the process, wow. trying to navigate themselves in the situation. So that's why Shadow of the Past, the movie is actually so, 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 so dear to my heart. And it's out to my foundation. Uh, well, that's that's brilliant, especially domestic abuse in Nigeria. And I'm glad you're talking about it and you're bringing it out in a movie because it's something that it's almost acceptable. It's almost one of those things that you just turn the cheek away and like, yeah, okay, yeah, he beat me or they raped me, you know, but you're coming out with it in a movie and you're dealing with it. And I believe that from what I've read, um, JRO management um, works a lot with women and helps them with you know, these kind of um, situations that they find themselves in. Am I right? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, that's, that's it. Yes. That's brilliant. You're not just bringing out movies and rolling in the dough and the glitz and the glamour. You are actually doing something. There's a message. And with the message, there's their solutions for people to, you know, to go back to. Because it's one thing watching a movie and seeing yourself in that movie, but not knowing how to come out of that situation. But what you've done, which I find very admirable, is that you've done a movie, but there's also a way out. Yes. Uh, after the movie, I'm not going to talk about the challenges we had when we were producing. Oh, we're going to go there. We're going to go there. But tell um, us about that. On the day of the premiere, mm. I remember quite a few people walking to me to say, oh, you really bold to have um, step up and talk about the story. Mm. And someone so dear to my heart said, you've just, you've just told my story. There's nothing like when you never know that person's story. Mm -hmm. She's never told me her story. They're mm. walking to me to say, you've just told my story. And I know her to be a very strong strong solid woman she's one woman i admire so much and if she thinks i've also told her story not even knowing her story mm -hmm. is is fulfilling to me yes i can imagine i can imagine especially for the fact that you actually your hands on your hands on that is so important very true very yeah. true hands-on with people so a woman can watch it and go home and maybe pick up the phone or get in touch with you and say listen i watched that movie and i admire you for that and i know a lot of my listeners who are listening right now would 
also feel the same way because it's it's really to me it's pointless to bring out a movie a movie that has a story a real life story things that are happening in people's lives but the people do not have you know a cushion they don't have a place to go to get the help that's that's the reason why i i actually wanted the story of that shadow of the past to be told mm. there's nothing like when you 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 in a situation and you don't know how to come out of it mm -hmm. the story shadow of the past is highlighting is you need to learn how to deal with situations and come out of it regardless yeah. of how you found yourself in the situation whether you, it is your fault or is not your fault mm -hmm. remember there is always a way out of every situation you don't need to stay in it i remember when i gave the script to a very close friend and he asked me are you doing this film to get an award or you do it yeah. to make money yeah. i realized the industry is about making money yeah and i decided to say for me it's not about making money it's about telling our story i've also seen other producers do so mm -hmm. I want to be one of those producers telling our story. Mm -hmm. You tell, you, it might not be your story, but you're telling someone else's story. Mm -hmm. It's just like when Busola came out to say, this is what I have faced. He's had story. He's had truth. So many stories of so many women or men out there. I remember a young man came to me on the day of the premiere and said, do you know that I was actually abused in my marriage by my my ex-wife wow it took me years to actually come out of it she actually claimed everything i work for i brought this woman from nigeria and you know when people are telling you their story based on watching somebody else's story mm -hmm. and you remind you you reminded them how, they, they feel inspired because they know they've not done something wrong mm -hmm. of walking out of it so it, it goes a long way for me. That is brilliant. I do commend you. I do really commend you. But I know with everything we have spoken about, the GRO management, event management and media outfits that you have, the production and everything, I know they would have been challenges. And I know that also that in the Nollywood industry, the Nollywood industry is growing. It's emerging. And here in the UK, it's emerging rapidly. And even with the emergence of it, there are problems, there are challenges that people are facing. Um, so tell me, what was one of the challenges that you, that you faced? Because I know you would have faced quite a number, but give us one, one or two that you faced and how you kind of came out of it. In terms of the production, mm -hmm. um, I'll narrow it to the production first. It was really extremely challenging because it's, it was officially my first. Right. And though I've done two productions proud to this one, mm -hmm. but this was seen as my first. Okay. Hands on. Because I wasn't co-joining co with anyone. Right. This was seen as me doing something for me. Mm -hmm. And also trying to tell somebody's story. So there's, there's two different challenges in it. Right. And I had issues with the script. I had challenges with... Nigerians will not accept the story like this. Mm. We need to modify it. Why will you say she was raped by her uncle? Yes, her uncle raped her, but we need to tone it down. Rape no. is unacceptable in our society. You no. know, so toning it down was one thing. Then also not losing the, the value of mm -hmm. what you're trying to portray. 
was mm -hmm. another challenge. So trying to mar marry both together was really, really challenging for us as, as a team, mm -hmm. putting it together. When it came to the story, we had to look at, there's a picture in your head. Yeah. There's a picture in the director's head. Yeah. You, the producer, the director is trying to marry your, the picture he has in his own head. Let's tell it this way as the director. And you say, no, this is a person's story. Even though we're going to change it, let's not change it too much. Mm -hmm. And the director is telling you, no, we have to change it, move the goalposts. And um, we now had to look at the age range of the person that we're trying to portray. And we now had to take a, a particular actress to fit into that, that character, the age range, the style of the of the script, the whole picture that we we had envisioned consigning the film. And guess what? After shooting two days, on the third day, she walked out of set. No way! She walked out? Walking out of set wasn't even my biggest challenge. We had to go through so many... Thank God for AY. God bless him. As he didn't just see me as a younger sister. He actually guided me through the process with his manager, um, Darlington. The both of them saved me. Millions of Naira that I would have lost. You will not believe it. She walked out of set. And Is that legal? Is that legal? Can they do that? Is that legal to do? That's the point. In the UK here, we have our laws. There's a way we, we handle things. And in Nigeria, I realized... There's also a way they deal with this. And you they, some of them have godfathers. Some of them, you understand. And they, I learned a lot. You mm. understand. Mm. I'm not going to mention certain things due to yeah. the people are close to me, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And ended up being somebody that is very close. According to her, she's, she, she felt she wasn't paid. And when the proof came, she was paid. She ended up refunding the money back. But then, I've lost three days of shoot. Wow. I've had to now start afresh. Whoa. With a new cast. Wow. But I'm grateful for the outcome of the film mm -hmm. because it didn't show that we had, we've lost three days. The team were wonderful. They were doing like overnight. They shot mm -hmm. overnight, overnight, 24 hours for two days. Wow. They were amazing, amazing crew. They made me speechless. You know when, when mm -hmm. people make you speechless? Yes. I've given a lot to people, but I never knew the way God would give me back was mm. through them. That did incredible things for me that I will forever be grateful to them. The director was, it didn't kill the value of the film. Mm -hmm. Okay which made me um, who I am today. So coming out of that massive challenge, which mm -hmm. I, I would have lost millions of Naira, I've also gotten the production right. Mm -hmm. It might not be 100% like I would have loved it, but it is also not 60%. So I'm 80% win-win um, for me, wow. which I'm grateful. I will forever be grateful for. I, I was targeting 100% if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Coming out of that challenge, using wisdom to deal with everybody involved in the whole picture and also not dragging anyone to court or dragging anyone through the mud or through the social media or blogging, mm -hmm. which everybody would have expected me, Rita, to do. Mm -hmm. Knowing fully well, I have the monopoly as well if I really wanted to use it. Right. But I'm grateful for the outcome.
also employ many people to sometimes use diplomacy to deal with issues because sometimes you don't even need a stress you don't even need a how do you call it the shiganigan that comes with it exactly exactly i definitely i second that yes we need to deal with issues diplomatically i unfortunately have had um, that experience with a particular person and he, the way he handled it was so terrible it was so bad but um, I endeavored to handle it diplomatically. And um, somebody told me, hey, Charlie, you're new into the industry, blah, 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 blah. This is how people behave. And I'm like, okay. But, that's, yeah. it. That's, exactly, that's exactly one of the challenges I got as well. This mm -hmm. is exactly how people behave. This is not UK, this is Nigeria. And I'm thinking, okay, but it's not okay. I know. But at the same time, I'm thinking, mm. <laughs> But these are challenges that one faces. I've had the privilege of being on set and I do understand what you, when you said you know, the people come, come together and you have a good cast, you know, because without a good cast or without a cast that is supportive to what you're doing, it's tough on the director. Uh, you know, a major star in the movie that walked away and then she refunded the, the payment. Yes. <laughs> that is a first i've never heard of anything like that but you know that must mean that even you yourself um hold you know you you it's a no holds bar with you nobody comes into your production and think they can just treat you anyhow yeah i think she didn't know who i was what i what i pictured I, I got out of the whole scenario was she didn't know who i was you mm. understand mm. at the beginning until until she's walked out after the 16 scenes that has already been done mm. and when calls were now coming through and she realizes oh this girl is not a small fish to fry mm. and the person she was actually using to fight the set happens to be someone that is also somebody i know Mm -hmm. So my hands were tied, and is the person's hands were tied. If you know, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going. And I thought, okay, mm, this is close to home. But mm, I would have used her to at least show an example. But I'm thinking mm, the diplomacy works here. Well, you, I think you handled that really well because, like you said earlier, you could have utilized um, social media and blogs and gone all crazy and nuts with it, but you did not do that. And which I think is really great because that way you hold your head up high anywhere you go, you know. 100%. 100%. 100%. And what made it so fulfilling for me was the premiere. The premiere was the crown of it all. It was sold out. I want to say a big thank you to the UK entertainment industry who came out in full force for me, uh, from DJ Abbas to Smaid event, to Ruke Amata, to mm. the Canuck uh, president, the Nollywood president, mm. uh, Benson. I don't know how to thank, thank everyone. I'm speechless. And to Ben TV and oh, Femi magazine show. This list are endless. I don't even know wow. what to say. The list, the list are endless. So from... for, for people who want to get into production, because I also understand that everybody wants to be a producer and every producer wants to turn their own movie. What is your take on that? And how would you address, you know, people who want to come into the industry and 
want to trail behind way of doing things where everybody wants to be a producer and every producer wants to be the star of their own show. Okay. With mine, I learned something. Never be the star of your own show for the, your start. Mm, okay. Then you'll get it wrong. Mm. Take the back seat and use it as a leeway to introduce yourself. Let your work speak for you. Let your work speak for you. Mm-hmm. Once your work has started speaking for you, your work will, your work will start finding, people will start finding you and you will see yourself just gradually progressing up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And as a producer, research, which is one thing that helped me a lot in this production. Mm-hmm. I had to sit down. I had to think about what does the industry need? Mm-hmm. There's certain things that I had to consider, the faces, that will, that will help to tell the story. Right. At the same time, I have to think about my budget. Mm-hmm. I have to work within my budget. So which means if that star is bigger than my budget, the star, at this point, I'm not going to take that star because mm. my budget cannot accommodate that star. Right, right. But at the same time, I'm not compromising the quality of the product and I'm try, the project I'm trying to work on. Mm -hmm. So, which means I thought about, okay, what's the camera that I need to use in shooting the film? Mm. What does Netflix need? If if Netflix called me now to say, oh, we heard about your film and we want to get your film on Netflix. Mm -hmm. What are the specifications that Netflix require? I had to research on it first, Mm -hmm. sit down, make sure this production has everything that they will need. So, -hmm. which means... The quality must not be compromised. So yeah. I had to shoot on 4K. Okay. You understand? So I had to think about the camera that I will be using. Mm-hmm. Do I need a runner? Do I need a drone? To tell the story. You understand? Uh, how do you call it? Budget. Actually accommodate all this. Mm. Then, now I think about the stars. The script. Don't just take a script because you want to produce. Make sure your script is telling what you want to to portray. There's a picture in your head that you're trying to get out. Mm -hmm. Production is not just about let's just produce. No, tell a story. So you try to tell a story. Mm -hmm. So think about the challenges that will come with it. Are you ready? Are you prepared to accommodate those challenges? Let there be a plan B hmm. on how you will deal with this situation when they arises and let God be the driver of your project. If there's no God in it. It just brings frustration, really. That's it. So it, let God be the center of your project. As a producer, you're going in there. Don't just say, I want to produce. You just call anybody. Research. Who is the best director that can produce this for me? How good I am. Am I also a director? Do I need to go study? Hmm. If you need to study for it, please, please and please. You have to do some short courses, do it. Take your time. Don't jump into it. And make sure you work within your your budget. Don't break the bank. Don't go borrow. And if there's sponsors, look for, search for sponsors to come on board with you. And if, okay, you want to sell to certain TV stations, 
what are the how much should they buy you need to know you need to learn oh no i don't want to do i want to go straight to youtube or i want to put it on prime time amazon oh, you need to know what you're doing you need to do a lot of research research on what your next what if i, I finish it in this room what will be the next um baby where is this baby going mm. it's your baby is you're pregnant you're trying to deliver so yeah. you need to understand how how long with this pregnancy how long am i carrying this pregnancy when i deliver it whose hands will now be the caretaker of this baby child that i'm just giving birth to you need to put all that into the picture as a producer and once you get that sorted you sorted whether it's in entertainment whether it's in fashion in any form any business mm -hmm. that you're going into you just have to have such mentality to be able to deal with it amazing wow that is that is deep everything you have just said there you know speaking directly to people who want to come on board in the industry just literally just encapsulates everything that one needs to know and i'm glad you you didn't just talk about yes if you want to go into production this is how you go about it it's good to do that you're like go to school take a course do your research do your research for even after production post-production you know yes. what you said about um netflix or prime um amazon because it's one thing to do stuff and another thing, okay, where is it going? To you know where it's going. And the advice that you have just given, you know, it shows that you know what you're doing, first of all. You've been in the industry to, to know how to navigate and what to do beforehand. And to me, it says a lot. I have not really heard any Nollywood produ producer break it down like you have just broken it down. And which to me says, you've only just started. Oh, thank you. I'm blushing. <laughs> you have only just started. Oh, thank you so music. much. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank I'm you. so happy to have been able to speak to you because I'm really passionate about Nollywood, especially, you know, having come into it now. Um, I'm passionate about the fact that it's emerging. It's doing so well. One of the days when um, the, the videos were totally hideous that even when we go back and we watch it, we're like, <gasps> did we watch that but we did we watched it and we watched you know the low quality <laughs> but today you know it's like you you need to be on top and gone are the days of mediocrity with nigerians you know now everybody knows okay this movie has to nail it we have to nail it and um i'm really intrigued and for you to i know about ruke amata i had the privilege of I've been on set with him, one of the movies recently, and he is a dedicated director, you know, throughout shooting. And I was just like, wow, this guy's totally dedicated. You know, shoes off, everything, shorts, he just focus, <laughs> he focuses on the story till he, till he gets it right. And it's nice to, to see that in us. When I say us, I'm talking about Nigeria and, you know, UK, Hollywood. 
So what do you think is the next thing in the next five years or so with Nollywood, UK Nollywood? Oh, UK Nollywood, with what I've seen so far, we go in places. Mm. We have amazing directors here in the UK. Uh, Mark uh, Adebise happens to be one, one of the top directors that I, I know. Funny enough, he was meant to shoot uh, Shadow of the Past. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I've seen quite a lot of his films, which is top-notch. And, and this is just the beginning. Mm. Um, there is an, um, Tony Moore, um, a brilliant director as well. One of her recent films with uh, Cordelia, um, that My London Slave. Right. We're doing an amazing job here in the UK. If we keep it up, we improve on ourselves. Let's underline the word, improve on ourselves. Mm. It's not just about we just shooting films. It's about we shooting films, telling a story and getting better at our craft. Yes. So in the next five years, if we could put that into place, oh, Nigeria will have... Um, a little or nothing on us. I'm looking forward to that because I hear a lot of things from coming from um, Nigeria, Nollywood, in, you know, and where they feel that UK Nollywood is not. Or I agree because shooting in Nigeria. I just explained to you now that even though we lost three days of shoot, we still had. I think we shot two and a half or almost three days. Mm-hmm. We still got it right. But if it's here, maybe we would have just packed up. Whoa. I don't know if you understand because of the way we work I've been privileged to be in one or two sets mm-hmm. here and in Nigeria the way they do their takes you see it's so quick on point mm-hmm. you understand and mm-hmm. they're good at it. They, it here you will see the retake the person is struggling to get the line we're taking retake retake re- it, it drains you mm-hmm. even though you that is not acting in it you already drained so we need to work on that. We need to work on, on ourselves, if you know what I mean. Yeah. If yeah. it's us looking at the mirror and acting to the mirror and just t- talking to, play it back to yourself and see how good am I getting mm. in my lines? You understand? Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, they don't read the script too long before they actually know the story. Wow. Although not all sets are like that here in the UK. Mm-hmm. There's some sets that are still top-notch. Okay. They stay, they're good, but some of our sets they need working or just the way, same way in Nigeria as well. Mm, 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 mm. So it's about us developing ourselves here. Are we in, in a developed country whereby it's easy to develop yourself yes. quicker? Yes, yes. Let's think about investing on ourselves. Yes, I hear that. I hear that. Wow, Rita, you have filled us well today. Thank you so much for for your information and, you know, for, for what you have given us regarding how you came out of the challenges and even how you handled it. I think it's so important of what you said about not going onto social media or so to speak, pulling your weight, but you handled it diplomatically because that's where the crumbling really starts. If one, you know, the producers challenged by their actor and the actor, you know, gets all diva-like, you know, what do you do? And it's important because people, you're spending money, you're spending time. I remember when you were telling me, you said um, you had some other elderly people on the set that were waiting and waiting and waiting for this person. 
But no, no matter what, the show went on. You went back to the drawing board and you did what you needed. So, yeah, I'm just going to say thank you so much for coming on board. We have come to the end of the program. You have filled us really well. I hope my listeners have listened and will probably get in touch with you. You know, because I think you're one person, one producer, keep close to anybody that wants to get (laughs) Yes. Anybody that wants to get into the industry needs to, needs to stay close to you in a way because from what you have just said today, you, it shows that you know your stuff. You know your stuff. It's your baby. You know your stuff. You know what you want to do. You know where you're going with it. You have a tunnel vision of where you're going. You've seen the future of it. You're not just, okay, I like producing. And I love acting. And, you know, I love the razzmatazz about it. I'm just going to go in it. No, it's, it's besides the fact that it's a life thing for you, you're also helping others. Every movie you, you want to bring out is there to help the people and not just help them in words, but literally physically help them, which I, I really commend. And I pray that, um, you know, Netflix picks up your movie and the oh, right channels. <laughs> Yes, the right channels will pick it up. And JRO management that also helps the women or whoever, whatever mode of society that is portrayed. You know, I hope um, JRO management itself grows to the point where people know, okay, she's brought out a movie. How do we contribute to help? Oh, that would be wonderful. Yes. That would be really wonderful. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so if people want to get in touch with you, your Instagram is at R-Y-T-A-D Diva. Rita Diva. Yes, Rita the Diva. Rita the Diva. Okay. And Rita with a Y. Rita with a Y. Rita the Diva. And Instagram also is at Yes, yes. And Twitter is at GRO Management and Instagram. Also, yes, the Shadow of the Past movie has an Instagram page. Am I right? Yes, it does. Yes. Brilliant. So with the movies now, if we wanted to watch, like somebody has listened to this interview now and they want to watch one of your movies and they missed the premiere, what do they do? Where can they go and watch your movies? At the minute, mm-hmm. we cannot say where the movie is going, but once the details is finalized, we're announcing it on our um, social media page, so look out for it. I will. And um, then you can go watch it on the platforms that we've agreed to work on, or work with, rather. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Well done, Rita. And being a woman, woof, 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 woof. I take my <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yes, I mean, a woman in the industry, and you're doing so well. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so glad. Thank I you. you. Thank yes. you. Thank you for the support, and thanks for having me. It means a lot. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of Emerging Into Greatness. You have heard from Rita, a producer, a director, the founder of GRO Management. She has brought out quite a number of movies. One is right which deals with quite a number of taboos in Africa that most people do not want to speak about. As you have heard, you know, on bringing out that movie because it was real. It was so real. People were embarrassed that, you know, this is happening in our society. But this is the beauty of movies. This is the beauty of films, the beauty of storytelling, where you're bold enough to bring out the stories and people can see it 
and their lives could be changed from it. And um, stay in touch with us on our social media, Emerging into Greatness on Instagram. And we will speak to you all the time. Take care and God bless. We keep it alive. We keep it kicking. And we make sure it's sassy. It's the Emerging into Greatness podcast. Are you ready to take your business further? Wigs Concierge, the wig restoring company. Do you have wigs that have seen their last days? Do you wish you could restore your old favourite wig? Introducing Wigs Concierge, UK's leading wig restoring mail order company. For more information, visit our website at www.wigsconcierge.com. We promise to surprise you when we bring your wigs back to life.